0: This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Hey everybody, it's Dale Jr. Welcome back for another episode of the Dale Jr. Download. As usual, my host, co-host, Mike Davis. Host with the most. Hello. Matthew Dillner. How's it going, Matthew? Oh, it's going great,
1: man. uh, Life's good.
0: Well, you got a great show. Uh, Casey Kane will be here as our guest later in the show. But first... Talk about all things that happened this week. It's been a side week. Side weekend. So let's get to it. The Dale Dale Jr. Download. The Exhaustus Studio. The checker flag. Casey Kane. Download download starts. All right, before we get to Casey Kane, we got to talk about this weekend. We had a busy weekend, man. We were off. Uh, from broadcasting so we didn't have that going on but and I'm excited as heck to get back into the booth especially with Mm -hmm. Darrington coming up yeah I'm gonna drive to Darlington. me and me and some of my booth mates that's gonna be fun that is road trip trip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah without you know since I don't Work with Ricky more. No more helicopter rides. Uh, oh, you've been. <laughs> back, oh yeah, you've been You've been on the, the helicopter program for that. Oh boy, so, driving on down there just like I the old so. days.
1: Woo, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Stop at an old gas. Yeah, hey, do not s- do, do not speed in McBee. You'll Don't see the sign, sp- man. Yes.
0: Don't <laughs> speed. All right, so this weekend was pretty wild. Justin Algar, another win, another road course win. Yeah. Great job by Jason Burdett. I mean, dang dude, this guy is wheeling it all year. <laughs> Justin win. has been. Win. Oh, it's been doing such a great job. I'm so excited about this gets me excited about the playoffs. Yeah. This gets yeah. me excited about the postseason as an owner for our team. As a owner in the series. Yeah. As a fan of the series. There's so many players. It is gonna be a lot of fun to watch how this progresses down through uh through the through the rounds into homestead. Justin and his guys are are peaking at the right time. Fourth win,
2: second yep. on the road course. Were you put able them- to watch the race? I was. Yeah. Okay. They put
0: themselves in position too, to in a real good position too, to get those other bonus points by winning the regular season points championship. Yeah. That's really critical to get those extra playoff points to help yourself get through the rounds. Should you have a bad race at any point, you know, you go to Talladega or some or go to a bad go to a track and have a bad finish, it could uh it could bother you, knock you out. So those extra uh, playoff points will be important. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I like. I think it'd be cool to see Cup go to that racetrack. Don't you think? That's a, <laughs> yeah. It, it's that's an one awesome of my, racetrack. Yeah.
1: If we could figure out, like, I think it was okay uh, this year and stuff. But but if we could figure out some form of way to to make the caution lapse shorter. I yeah. don't know if there's a shortcut or you know, if we go to localized cautions, which is a, a no no in NASCAR. The bottom line is Road America, like there's such high speed long corners and and, and then some technical places. That place yeah. is a damn racetrack.
0: I wonder if there's a way for them to have another location on the track for their ability to throw a green flag. That's Ooh, a maybe good idea. on the back straightaway or somewhere, hey, you know, all right, we got this thing ready. Yeah. We don't need to run a full whole another lap. Yeah.
2: Why don't we're going to throw the green on the back stretch. That's just okay. like red, that's just like red light, green light. That game, It's like throw the green time you're ready, yeah. throw the red. Right, I, I, yeah. I do that with my kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All, right, lead, lead All right, leader. Green light. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Just turn
2: the lights off. Now, I mean, I listen. We were joking, but that's actually it's a good a, idea, right? Not a bad idea, man. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking road America is a pan- 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 for pandemonium would ensue. <laughs> Be on your hey, game. we want that. Yeah. It was. <laughs> you ain't checking for football scores during these cautions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, congratulations to, to Justin. Just an awesome yes. season. And, and the guy is just driving his guts out. I'm so
2: impressed. That wasn't the that
0: only, only checker flag that Junior Motorsports uh, got in the weekend. And it seems like this happens off. Uh, it's happened before this year where the Xfinity team has won and the late model team has won later in the same day. Uh, Sam Mayer, young kid, 15 years old. Uh, they went to Wake County Speedway to run the cars tour. They run the cars tour in our late model program. Josh Berry is our, uh, I'd say our our veteran driver, and Sam is obviously our rookie. Uh, Sam came from ninth starting place and drove all the way to the lead and won the race. They had a green white checkered at the end. It was a uh, our you know both teammates, Josh and Sam, on the front row uh, for the <laughs> final restart. Josh had you know Josh, that, the outside the, line was just terrible, so that was you know Josh ended up fifth, but. Uh, in the closing laps it was coming down between our two guys. I couldn't have been more proud. Yeah.
1: And what Barry went through, you know, with yeah. a blown motor yeah, and a so wreck Barry, in a yeah. car. I yeah, mean being on the
0: outside with Barry, The least of his
2: drama.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: pra- practice Friday, Barry Oh. It's okay. So Sam was racing a and N race and didn't even practice on Friday. Yeah. He just showed up qualified and raced. One won the race. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> All right. Fifteen year old kid. Josh broke a rear end, crashed into the wall, took the car home, straightened the rear end out, poured a power the rear clip straight, got back to the track, got out on the track, and the motor was broke. So blew the motor. The first lap
1: or something of practice. Yep. So Ugh. the
0: motor sp- must have spun backwards or something when the car wrecked the day before, and, it, and when he went out there to run again, it, the motor just broke. So um, he had to replace his engine. He only got like 20 laps of practice and uh, had to start in the back. Worked his way all the way through the whole field and had a shot. He was closing on Sam at the end. He wouldn't have probably got to Sam, but he was going to run second had we not had that last – the caution comes out as soon as they're coming to the white. But proud of those guys, proud of Sam, man. And then he gets in victory lane. They hand him a bottle of champagne, a 15-year-old kid. (laughs) He's looking at it like, I don't know what to do with this. How
2: do I even open it,
0: right? (laughs) uh, The lady pulls the cork and opens it for him, and then he doesn't even stick his thumb over the end. I guess he's never used a water hose oh, no. before. <laughs> <laughs> and so he just shakes it, uh, shakes the bottle, with, with, and it, it just pours yeah, out. Just, just kind of <laughs> like,
2: just like pouring it, He just poured yeah, it Ricky. out. He poured out the champagne. It was so awesome. <laughs> That's what happens when a
0: 15-year-old what's yeah. Yeah. all over Don't hand did. him a champagne
2: bottle. That's yeah. the moral of the story. Don't hand him a champagne bottle. It was hilarious. All right, oh, wait, we got to talk about the truck race. Oh, nothing happened in that last lap. Nothing line. happened in that last Oh, my
0: god. <laughs> no. Noah Gregson,
2: you had a Todd, tweet about it. Yeah, t- set it Todd up. Gillen. Tell everybody what
0: happened. So, all right, you know, th- if you haven't, you know, if you haven't seen a race at uh, it, well, most port, it's hard to explain what those last two corners are like. But they're really unorthodox. And if there's a guy, and we've seen it every time that they've had truck races there, if a guy's in position in second place, if he's close enough, it's going to get pretty rough on those last couple corners because there's just such a there's there's ability to dive bomb in on the end the inside. And a guy's going to take it. Good. So, hey, that's that's all fair and and, tee it up for them. They're going, they're going to hit it. That's right. So you could see Noah was going to make that move. Noah Gregson. Yeah, yeah, you could see Noah Gregson was that was what was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen coming into the last lap. If he got close enough, there was going to
2: be some issues. And it's his teammate that's leading, and Todd Gillen is going for his first win. Yeah,
0: Todd's going for. Todd's had an incredible career as young as he is. Uh, One. At everything he's done, sitting here with a great opportunity to win in a limited schedule, uh, in the truck series at a road course, a very tough challenge road course. Uh, Noah drive Noah d- dives down to the inside, just like everybody knew he would. Todd runs shallow, tight into the corner to try to you know try to make it difficult on Noah, and Noah actually got up into the curb. You know he was going to hit Todd, no doubt. <laughs> I don't I don't you know a lot of people. Had a lot of different opinions about how that should happen or how that could have went down, and I know the drivers probably do too. They're going to replay that in their mind a million times. Dude, Gillen but, said but, he wanted
1: to go fight him. I mean, he was yeah. pissed. Oh yeah,
0: of course. So, but he, you know, he ran him pretty tight, yeah. too. So he didn't help himself. Or but should
1: he have? Should he have been lower to really, really try to block?
0: Yeah, I mean, he could have went into the corner completely straight, but he would have. He Noah took, probably would have ran over him. Yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah, Gilliland didn't do anything wrong on that, did he? No, no it's
0: he a,
2: got power drive. I mean, he like, got
1: power drive, but he he probably could have played defense a little bit better. Is what I'm saying. So
0: every there there could have been so many different scenarios, yeah. but all of them end with him being wrecked.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think it was uh, it was a pretty wild finish. Noah dove it in there, threw it in there, just like I, you know, anybody else probably would have.
2: And then neither one of them. And won. neither
0: one of them. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> Lesson learned.
1: Yeah.
0: And and it's tough because Noah has done this before. You know, he's had some. You know, what was the deal at Dover with Johnny, Johnny Sauter. Sauter? Yeah. So I mean, he's he's sort of got this. You know, he's got it. He's got a reputation that he's got to be careful uh, not to. You know, continue to add to
1: your car owner. What do you think Kyle Bush was saying watching that? <laughs> Kyle's extremely
0: <laughs> pissed off at Noah, I'm sure. I mean, your initial reaction is to be upset at Noah. And I had my two guys are racing at Dover for the win. That's right. Yeah. Elliot Sadler and, and Justin. And that's why you're thinking it's like, ah, oh, don't just don't wreck each other. You know, just don't get, gi- just don't give this win away to someone else. We need this win, Herb, you know, yeah. so badly. Uh, for the bottom dollar in in the truck series, Kyle's doing the same thing. He's running on a on a budget that demands that they don't tear stuff up, that they finish well. So for them to they lost you know thousands of dollars by that end result. And the you know as far as the not only aside from the points and, and the decision making and and how to go forward, you know you can't you have to think about the budget. The budget's priority. Didn't it suck having to think about budget while you're racing? Yeah, a lot of – it, it sucked. You now think of it when you're holding that steering wheel as much. It sucked because that's exactly – what like when I was watching that truck race and all that happened, I'm thinking, oh, man, you know, all those things come through your mind. You're like, well, you know, that's frustrating from a financial standpoint. That's frustrating from a perception standpoint. You want to know
2: something? This actually reminds me. You know, like he brought up the fact that it was very uncomfortable for him to watch that uh, Xfinity Series race. It was uncomfortable. A few weeks ago, when we were doing the live yes. event in Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. But I'm going to tell you something. You want to see misery. It's watching him watch a restrictor plate Xfinity Series race where his cars, like in Daytona. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, this guy doesn't enjoy it. And went, junior Motorsports, you know. Wins a lot of those, yeah. right? I've never seen him enjoy it because <laughs> you, it is a, it is literally anxiety filled for that. I whole was two feeling,
0: hours. I I was the same way the other night watching the cars tour finish with a green white checkered. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> special, here, here we are, especially in that little bow Here we are getting ready to win this race, and now something's gonna happen. And so that's what Kyle was probably thinking. Oh, you know, we were right there. What the hell?
1: Yeah,
0: you know, not not only and neither one of them. Won. Not, yeah, not only <laughs> did one of you get. Both of you guys wrecked and neither one of you won the race. And, you know, so that's so frustrating. That is the toughest part about being a car owner. It's not getting your ass beat by somebody else. It's when you, when somehow you beat yourself and you gotta, you know, you have multiple teams for a lot of reasons. Obviously you want to give people opportunity, but financially it's a little easier to run multiple cars. It's very expensive and hard. Uh, It's a very difficult business model to run a single car actually cheaper to run two cars. And that defies logic cars. for those people it, it that it would does. not know any better. Right. So to buy, to own two and operate two of everything is cheaper than than what it, you know the cost of rate the rate to run one. So you're talking about haulers and people and all those things. So as you get more cars, what it costs to operate a car right is cheap goes down. Yeah. Right. but then if you have more cars, they, they might run they, into each they other, right? wreck each other. You know right. And you just hope that that never happens. We were running for the championship in Xfinity Series last year, and our guys, Elliot and uh, William Byron, were, were battling for it. And I'm thinking, man, just don't give it away and don't ruin it for each other.
2: I mean, we actually had three of the four. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> that, to make that even worse, three of the four lap, uh, final yeah. guys were JRM guys. Yeah. But
0: those last several
2: laps were just we're miserable. Second.
0: I felt bad for uh, both those drivers. I felt bad for Todd because – Obviously, uh, getting a win there would continue his, you know, progression. He has this sort of meteoric rise through the ranks that he's, and he's on this mission, right, to make it to Cup, and that is that was the logical next the, thing for him. Yeah, it's the next rung of the ladder. That was supposed to happen in his mind. He feels like that was taken away from him. So I understand. I feel bad for him from that standpoint. I feel bad for Noah because I think Noah. Took a little bit too much punishment for what happened. A little bit. He, oh, really? I feel like Noah took. A really? little, Noah was given a little more, more responsibility for what
2: happened than maybe he deserved. Hmm. Uh. Well, but is He drove beca- down. In is the it because of how that played out, like the, the, the impact of the wreck of it, or is it because this ain't the first time?
0: Well, he dove into the corner.
2: And this ain't the first time. So he's got
0: this reputation that he doesn't want to continue to create. But he and he dove down in the corner, so all right, he's responsible. He made them move. Yep. But Todd running so tight that you know he's all over the curb trying to stay off Todd. You know, and it was just a meeting. You know, they both made decisions yeah. that brought them together yeah. a there. Meeting, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Man. I mean, if I guess you know we could play if all day long, and there's a million things they both could have done differently. Uh, I wish
1: I was in that meeting this week. Oh, I'd love to be in that meeting. <laughs>
0: The other thing. Oh, yeah. Mr. I don't yeah. like
2: watching my own teams. But yeah, you love me in that No, way. no, it's a fly in the like, wall. Noah knows.
0: <laughs> yeah. You could tell in Noah's interview, like, he knows yeah. that well, he, he screwed up. He, he knows. He himself up pretty yeah. good. Right. And. And everybody on social media, er, I mean, his damn teammate wants to beat him up. His teammate's dad's over there hollering yeah, at him. His teammate, had a teammate. I thought Todd did pretty
1: good though, because the it, dude looked like he was so angry I that he was going to cry, and he didn't go over and confront. No, he gets didn't. out of the
0: car, and he's got his. He's got uh, Gilliland's dad yeah, and, and, and the crew chief. <laughs> everybody over there telling him he's an idiot. <laughs> I mean, damn man, <laughs> he's just a kid, you know. But uh, hopefully, he learns from those lessons and. You know, figures out a way to do it differently next time. And
2: hey, do you remember the Cole Custer? Uh, keep, from a keeps few on years putting ago? himself. The, the Truck Series on road courses. Dude, I Truck mean, Series right at that racetrack. Cole we Custer, got John Hunter Nemechek. Yeah. Uh, the other was, thing we the other that was chase our truck. Chase that was
0: Elliott. Truck. The shame in the whole thing, really. Uh, I mean, that's racing. Damn it, guys are going to wreck, get spun out, bad things are going to happen. People are going to be pissed. Teammates are going to wreck each other. This is what's going to happen at racetracks, especially that racetrack. What sucks is that the damn boy, uh, Haley, wins the race. Didn't suck for Haley. (laughs) I know, but he's not. You remember what happened to him at Daytona?
1: Oh, yeah. No, in Daytona in the Xfinity series, he was going for his first win there. He dove underneath uh, Elliott and those guys and well, dipped underneath the, the yellow line, so it was an infraction. Yeah. So
0: and there's like still debate on whether that was really an illegal move All or not. I, I, and, I, and and yeah, so yeah, he yeah. gets this win stole from him right there in front of the whole sport. Well, he got one gifted now, so and then he gets one gifted, but nobody's talking about it.
1: Oh, because everybody's talking about everybody, no it. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, I get you.
0: Everybody, everybody, including me,
1: <laughs> told him.
0: On social media, and after Daytona, man, you just hang in there. Your time's coming, buddy. It all comes back around, man. You just keep (laughs) your head up. And here he goes and wins the race, and everybody's over here talking about what's going on to the the two other trucks. He's like, "Hey, y'all, I'm over
2: here. I I just won. Nobody, I I got my prize. I got my uh, carbon prize (laughs) back. Yeah, crickets. Yeah. Well, (laughs) uh, here on the download, we hey, there you go. We gave him his his time. I tell you what, I didn't know it was the same guy. It is. That dude is wheeling. I don't, Haley is
0: yes Haley that little that little dude is wheeling the hell out of everything he's been in congratulations to him Xfinity owners talking to myself included tr- uh, cup owners you got to keep an eye on guys like that yep doing exceptional things so he was uh, he drove a great race so uh, we're gonna do a <laughs> ad read this will be pretty fun we got a new one it's not Zip Recruiter no this is gonna be about the
1: pristine auction. It's something that, you know, I think would pique your interest. Yeah. yeah. Give it a go.
2: We'll critique you as you go. Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, there's something about auctions that makes shopping
0: much more fun. Maybe it's the competition of the auction. Maybe it's the suspense of whether you're going to win the item. I don't know. Whatever it is. I I like auctions. You do. Whatever it is, auctions, they provide it all. But who wants to spend time researching where their newest auction house is? Or nearest. Or oh, nearest, <laughs> you could do that line. Again. But who wants to spend time researching? Hold on, hold on one second. You don't want to put that screw up in there. <laughs> just, yeah, just let it live. And who wants to drive all the way there? Oh, my God, so far. I, know. I didn't even know Auction House were a thing still. I still, definitely, oh, yeah. I don't want to drive to the Auction House, the newest one or the nearest one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love Pristine Auction, an online sports auction house where you can buy and sell sports memorabilia from the comfort of your home or really wherever you're at. Yeah. <laughs> from the comfort of any location. Yeah, I mean, I'm I you here. You'd be at a coffee house, man. I'm at the Exalted Studio. You, I'm comfortable. You could do this from your. Uh, I'm doing it right now. From your computer. Yeah, from your office or whatever. <laughs> okay. During work hours? Yeah, or no? during work. You
2: could. You'd I'm, be well, all right. Well, well, to fire know? me, Mike.
0: How would I know? Yeah. <laughs> um, Pristine Auction runs tons of different auction formats, including multiple weekly auctions, a premium, monthly auction, and even daily and 10-minute auctions. 10-minute auction? 10-minute auction. Speed auction.
2: What goes out for 10 minutes, like a... The one thing. Or something. This
0: is one thing that you don't have to worry about. Where you might have to worry about on other online auction sites, uh, they guarantee the authenticity of all of their items, and everything you purchase comes from an authentic. Uh, comes with an authentic. I can't can say that. Can you say it? Authentic.
1: Authentication. 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 Oh. oh, that's easier.
0: And everything you purchase comes with an authentication. I can't say. That. <laughs> <laughs> Authentication. 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 From only the most trusted sources. So, everything you got on there, everything you're going to be bidding on, is Authentic- the real deal. Yeah. You know, this ain't somebody signing my name. This ain't some bullcrap forged documents. <laughs> this is the real deal. The items that you're buying are genuine. So, that, that's good to know, right? Of course
2: it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you, know, you, so you don't want to be, you well, know, that's not snookered. the best part. Right. What's that's the the part? not the best What's part, part though. What's the best part? The best
0: part is so affordable. Oh, oh yeah,
2: well, yeah. That's great. I just
0: saw an autograph Ricky Stenhouse photo that only sold for six bucks. I mean, come on. Poor
2: Ricky, <laughs> that much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's just a, we're just playing with Ricky. Sorry, we'll Ricky. Take this seriously, I didn't put that in the copy, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> who,
2: who, who went and is auctioning is off the <laughs> Ricky Stenhouse memorabilia? I hope now, it was at least
0: a mullet photo. It's it's a legit Ricky Stenhouse autograph. We know that. It's got authentication. It, <laughs> <laughs> authentication. Authentication. There you go. Authentication. There you go. There's something for every sport on pristineauctions.com. Uh, Pristine yeah, pristineauction.com. Pristineauction.com. Baseball, football, basketball, hockey, you name it. Mm. There are even some non-sports items. Like right there. <laughs> even now. Like right even now, there's an authentic <laughs> 1934 $1,000 bill. Really? There's a 1934 $1,000 bill on pristine auction. for some reason I don't have that on my copy. Yeah, I either. mean I Wow I wonder what isn't that, that I've always been interested by that. so how much will this thousand dollar bill go I, for? I know what it's going for right now. Is it right. worth a thousand? right
2: now right now as we are taping this right now the auction is, uh, the bid is at 2000. Wow.
0: well go ahead and check out pristine auction now you'll be hooked. it's free to register, free to bid. And you only pay for the items you win. That's Pristine Auction, spelled P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com. And when you register, be sure to select Dell Jr. Download Podcast from the drop-down menu in the How Did You Hear From Us selection. This lets them know that I sent you there. <laughs> No, that's good. Did I say it back?
2: Yeah, say something uh, upside down?
0: Close enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pristine. Hey. Hey, Pristine Reed. Thanks, Pristine Auction, for supporting our podcast. Uh, I've actually signed for those guys. Great group. They sponsor Carson on her sprint car racing yeah, opportunity, right. so there's a connection there as well. This isn't just some fly-by-to-see-your-pants c- Johnny-come-lately sponsor. All the sponsors here you're going to find are, are awesome sponsors. And authentic. And authentic. Yep. Authentic.
2: All right.
0: We only had the finest
2: of sponsors. That's it. <laughs> Zipper Cooter yep. and Pristine Auction <laughs> with authentic- authentication. All right. Let's get to that Exalta update.
1: This is your Exalta Race Center update. I'm Matthew Dillner. The Cup Series enjoyed its final off weekend of 2018 which meant the NASCAR Xfinity and Truck Series took center stage. On Sunday, the Truck Series had a controversial finish that had fans north of the border on their feet. On the final lap at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, Noah Gragson forced his way underneath teammate Kyle Gilliland. The two made contact, and both Kyle Busch Motorsports drivers spun just yards from the finish. Justin Haley snuck by the carnage to take the win. Junior Motorsports had a banner day on Saturday. First. A large crowd at Wisconsin's Road America witnessed Justin Allgaier take his fourth win of the season. The Elkhart Lake victory put the JRM driver in the points lead over Christopher Bell. Allgaier wasn't the only JRM driver to get a checkered flag. In Cars Tour late model action, Sam Mayer took the win at Wake County Speedway in North Carolina. JRM teammate Josh Berry battled through a tough weekend to come home with an impressive top five performance. This weekend, NASCAR goes back in time to Darlington Raceway for throwback weekend. The Xfinity Series starts it off with a race in the slick of the Saturday South Carolina Sun. Then, the Cup Series dances with the Lady in Black for the Bojangles Southern 500 on Saturday night. This has been your Exalta Race Center update. Exalta is the official paint park. Herb NASCAR, developing, manufacturing, and supplying coatings to all types of vehicles and industrial applications. For more on Exalta, go hit up their website, exaltacs.com. All
0: right, so let's get to it, man. Our guest today, Casey Kane. Casey Kane. I'm glad to have Casey here. And what's How's going it? on, Casey? Good to be here. Yeah, man, I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. What has been up to, buddy?
3: Oh, man, we just uh, had a great week off. Started... Uh, Went on vacation, went on, got a boat, Yeah, rented a big boat, oh. and took, there was 12 of us, and uh, we went down through the Exumas, the Bahamas, and uh, just had an unbelievable time. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, I need to talk to you, because, <laughs> well,
0: I am trying to plan a vacation for around New Year's Eve with some friends and family, and that, that's kind of the area we wanted to go, and we're looking at houses, and, and everything's gobbled up, and that's peak season, too, so everything's right. very pricey. So I need to talk to you about uh, how your experience was, because that's exactly where we want to go.
3: Yeah, it's uh, we go to a few different islands. Yeah. Then we we float a lot, but we have like our kind of my favorite spots. I've done it. I think that was my sixth or seventh time in the last 15 years. But so you've done this trip. Yeah, similar trip. So just different boats every time. Yeah. But, and uh, pretty What's similar group too. But so I watch. A,
0: I know you probably. I don't. Do you know any of the. Um, the boat the doc what the hell is the show's called um Below Deck Yeah, Below Deck. You watch that? I, I watched that. So okay, is Below it sim- Deck. So yeah, so it's a show about yachting, And it's on Bravo. Me and Amy watch a lot of Bravo. Below Deck, <laughs> they got two of them, Below Deck Regular and Below Deck Mediterranean and basically it's a it's a TV show about these people that work the yacht, like what happens oh, under, okay. under, you know, south the guests, what's going on downstairs. So is it similar to the TV show or?
3: So there was in the past it really hasn't been yeah. and this one wasn't at times but we brought that up one one day i think during lunch Tom Tom. and asked them about it and they're like no not even close you know they watched th- the show this too. was early on yeah did. They, they also watched it but by like day three we started going like i really feel like this is very similar. we're getting very close <laughs> very close to <laughs> some of those uh, some of that stuff so it got really interesting at times Get and uh, yeah we had a blast though and then it and then it Kind of calmed down again the last day or two. Yeah. Uh, I
2: mean, for those of us, and I think I think donors want if we haven't watched Below Deck, what kind of
3: stuff are you saying is happening? Drama, drama. So controversy uh, in the kitchen, uh, like fighting like with the crew or something. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, it could be between the crew. It could be with the passengers. How they all work together, how they don't work together. You okay. know, yeah, there's just all can kinds of drama. So much better than acting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good.
2: So, so any of the drama was—you're it, it, saying it was confined to the crew or to the boat people, but not to the twelve of the Kane party guests.
3: Uh, even our group got a little bit <laughs> at, at times, but slight, you know. And then, and then yeah. it all came back. And like I said, the last couple of days was just smooth and fun and uh, relaxing and all that. But yeah, there's—you could see it could happen very easy. You're, you're in a—you're on a big boat, you're but confined. at the same time, there's you know twelve guests and. Basically you seven. You got the captain. You have the mates, and like it's just a
2: twelve people on a boat. I mean, yeah, this, so there's nineteen this of be us huge total. boat, right? Nineteen
3: of us total. Three. It was three decks. One hundred and thirty-five wow. feet. Holy cow! Yeah, it was <laughs> a, was this <laughs> big a Carnival <laughs> cruise line that you went
2: on or something? Or it was <laughs>
3: huge. It was close. <laughs> carnival with a cave. A <laughs> the only thing is we had all kinds of toys. So when we would stop somewhere, and they open up the back of the boat, and you have jet skis, you have little like a small little tender. Then we have a big fishing boat, the Intrepid, which uh-huh. is a huge boat. We have uh, things where you go underwater, like pull you underwater. Nice. Floats where uh, the jet ski kind of runs it, and then it puts you up in the air so you can float around. Did you have the big slide off the side of the boat? We had the slide off the side did of the boat. Did you do that? I did that a bunch, Wow. Yeah. Let's see.
0: When I watch the show, that's what I want to do is the slide yeah, off Yeah, the slide's <laughs> great.
3: <laughs> and my sister, it was her birthday on, uh, I think, Tuesday. Yeah. And she would usually not jump off a boat. Like, I've never seen her jump off a boat or anything. Uh, she wouldn't go down a slide like that, but she had a great birthday and she was doing everything. Yeah. So it, uh, <laughs> once she did it a couple of times she actually really enjoyed it just like we did.
0: Dad used to go to the Bahamas all the time and he had a boat as well, about a hundred foot boat and he would he would go out to uh different islands and had particular ones that he, he had, you know, favorites and so forth and he knew everybody out there, um Jeff Burton was telling me the first time Jeff was planning on going to the Bahamas, he's going to take his wife. And they were racing at Pocono. And he said dad called him on his phone, said, what are you doing? He said, I'm in my bus. Said, I'll be there in five minutes. So dad came over there with like a big old booklet and laid down on the floor of Jeff Burton's bus and had planned his whole week. Yeah, everywhere he was gonna go. Right, every guy he was gonna talk to about eating at this restaurant, docking mm-hmm. at this dock. Yep, and uh, had pretty much planned his whole week. A- out of all the places y'all went to, what was your favorite? If you were saying, "Hey, Dale, you are going over there, got to see this place."
3: To me, there is this place called the Mangroves, yeah. And the water, depending on the direction of the tide, it's a it's an island that basically separates the main ocean from twelve foot you know huge bodies of water. But it's mm-hmm. but it's not the the waves and the main spot so like the big boat would be in the in the shallower water then if tides going in or out is the direction of the water and you can get in the water underwater say you hold your breath for 40 seconds and swim and it's just pure sand everywhere there's fish it's just it's crazy but you can just all by yourself just kind of floating along underwater 10 feet under five feet under wherever you're at um you can get across across a ton of ground Really? And it's just crazy. Like so you fast. go under oh, and like you current. come up and I mean, you're way further away <laughs> from where you were. And for whatever reason, I've always really enjoyed that spot. Yeah, And I've been down there like three times probably. So that's one of my favorite spots. Then like just the beach days where you just, you know, they put The tent up and just, um, we had a bonfire, we had a firework show, massive really? firework show nice. at like nine o'clock that <laughs> night. Wait, is this one of those like uh unauthorized uh, somebody called uh, the the law enforcement type of
2: firework shows? S- or? So, I
3: guess you can get these fireworks in Florida, they said, and <laughs> you and just you have smuggled to smuggle them over to <laughs> I, I don't know, I can't remember how what it exit? works, but I know I can't get them around here, <laughs> okay. whatever they are. Okay. All right, this is uh, all right, so go ahead. So the the fireworks show yeah. was great. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I was surprised that you didn't that you didn't spend your time at a dirt track. I know you're you know you're on your own team. How long have you owned that team? How long have you owned cars racing uh, in sprint cars?
3: Yeah, I actually thought about spending my time at the dirt track as soon as I got home. Oh, right. And uh, but I was I had Tanner and I didn't want to mess with that. And I was really glad I didn't. Once How did I, Tanner
0: enjoy the boat? By the way.
3: So Tanner didn't go on the boat. Oh, he didn't go. I got him oh, as okay. soon as I got home, gotcha. and uh, <laughs> we just hung out at the house at the pool all weekend, yeah. and, and actually had a blast. So we watched some dirt track racing on um, on the computer and stuff. Dude, there's but like
0: so many websites now to watch dirt <laughs> track yeah. racing. How so it used to be with?
3: used to not even know what was going on. Yeah. Then a few years later, we had Twitter, and you could keep up pretty well. And now you have video. Yeah. So you, so you can watch, watch just about everything. It's, race. Awesome. Isn't that it's cool? awesome. Yeah. Because so your how? guys,
1: your guys killed it. Like, uh, didn't they sweep? Was it this weekend they this swept weekend, in South yeah. Dakota?
3: Yeah, so I started the World of Outlaw team in '06, mm-hmm. and that was a single-car team. Did you own a car before that, though? Before that, um, myself, Phil Durst, and Gary Zeronian, we had uh, a midget. We had a sprint car. Okay. We had a silver crown car. We did it all together. And then in '06, I kind of did my own just World of Outlaw team. And from that point on, we, we either had one, two, or three teams running full-time, 90 to 100 mm-hmm. races a year. And, uh, Each? Lat- yeah, each. Wow, yeah. So um so yeah, I've just always really enjoyed that that race and that's the type of racing I did. Not necessarily world of outlaws, but sprint cars and that's what I learned a lot in and mostly winged sprint cars. Mostly winged. I've did a good bit of non wing also, but mostly winged dirt, but also around the pavement on, on a sprint car. And so this weekend we got back and I was like, Man, I don't hope these guys are all right this first night out, you know, we had a big trip all week long. Right.
2: So and and were you able to really did did you completely detached from your teams and everything else? Oh, yeah. When you got oh, away, you but, got away.
3: Yeah, but I took uh, four of the people. Well, Brad Sweet. Oh, you had them with you. And Darren Oh, Pittman, you took Pittman too? They okay. came yeah. with oh, us. That, okay. was so that was fun. <laughs> okay. They were part of the vacation. Yeah, of course. So we got back, and they went straight to racing. We and need to Brad- take them on vacation more if they're going to go out there and sweep. That's what I said. Brad won the first <laughs> night, and Darren won the second night. So, uh, yeah, they had a two-race 2, two race weekend. Yeah, I don't
0: know if it made the show last week, but I said that I always felt like that if the more hail I raised on Monday or Tuesday, oh, yeah. <laughs> the better I'd run that weekend. If I didn't raise any hail, I typically didn't run that well. But sometimes just getting that out of your system is a good thing. How yeah, has that
2: statistically
3: I, been for you? it is, is, <laughs> so... Uh, that actually, I, I haven't He's thought like, much hmm. about that. But the last <laughs> three years, I have haven't hardly done anything on Monday and Tuesday. And back when I used to run really well, I actually was going a lot harder <laughs> really? on Monday and Tuesday. To <laughs> <it>. We've <laughs> uncovered it. It's yeah. in the
2: analytics. Raise hell on Monday would and Tuesday, perform better on the weekend.
0: You've had a, you guys on your sprint cars have had an incredible
3: season. Is this? Would you consider this your most successful year? Or I, I would say you know overall with wins, we've had more. S- a little more success with total amount of wins. this year. Um, well, not no, still the nationals past. Past too, man. Well, I'm I mean, saying holy. In the past, yeah. And then uh, Darren Pittman won the World of Outlaw Championship in, Oth- in 13, yeah. which was the first year he raced for me, and that was a, a great year. Uh, I think he also won maybe 12 races that year, somewhere in there. So that was a, a great year. Joey Saldana won, I think, 22 or 23 races one year. Wow. But this year, Brad has seven wins, and Darren has six and brad won the knoxville nationals which right. is the biggest sprint car race there is and it's been the the toughest race for anybody to win you know right. it's just uh it's how many cars re- show up so that'll be this year i think was 40 maybe 48 or 49 a night or 52 or something it was like 102 or three cars so it's right around 50 per night it's crazy Golly. for the first two nights <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then by the final night everybody you know is running and all the main events are set and yeah yeah brad just put a put it all together for that full week he won basically all three races so wow it was uh it was incredible it was really special to be there and watch and just know what whether it's my family or the other other guys that have worked for us over the years just what everybody's put into it to finally accomplish that because you know we we never had and we came close but to finally get that done, and then for Brad, that's like a dream of his. So for him to do that for himself, too, what, that's really what cool. What
2: is the celebration like when you've won
3: a Knoxville National after? Because like, that whole place <laughs> is a party. No no, no,
2: no, no. No, I'm talking about in Camp Kane.
3: <laughs> ah, um, well, I was over there. I was pretty far away from the guys, but I, I saw they were all celebrating. Then Victory Lane was great. It's just a normal Victory Lane. Everybody's happy. My dad was there in Victory Lane, and he was he was pumped up to see it as well. And then I went. To michigan to race the next day and <laughs> i saw pictures of those guys I, I, they went all night and they uh, have there's it. a little restaurant called mr c's and i think they had breakfast at like 6:30 or 7 in the morning at mr c's so they, they, had, they had a good yet. night they no. hadn't been down yet no, no. way right
0: <laughs> wow so after winning you know winning championships winning the knoxville national what's the future for your team what's what's the next goal what's the what keeps you guys motivated and going
3: i love our guys the people that our drivers everybody that's part of it and so to me, just trying to win another Knoxville Nationals, trying to put together a season and win a, another World Outlaw Championship, we, we have one to do that again. And then just multiple races, you yeah. know, just trying to win, win, mm-hmm. win. And then, um, we have the group to do it. So I just keep giving it to them and letting them go.
0: You announced your retirement from uh, racing cup cars. Uh, you said in a couple of interviews, you're going to spend some time racing dirt cars racing sprint cars you've done that already a little bit this year how many races you run this year i did 20 this 20 year this year and so with with your ability to be able to do more what's uh what's your future like in a are you going to drive full time you just try to go win the championship yourself in <laughs> no your cars no I'm, uh, <laughs> why not yeah why okay.
3: i just need to i want to go really hard for a couple months yeah and then Let's see where the rest at. of the year kind of uh not go so hard in a, in a race car is kind of my my thought on it right now i could race june july and august which all leads into the knoxville nationals and get 30 30 35 races in leading into the nationals nice. and probably be as fresh as i've ever been at that point of the year so to me that sounds like a lot of fun race some early in the year and then maybe some more after that and get 40 to 50 in on a total season but do majority in those three months
0: yeah see I'm,
3: i don't know a whole ton about uh sprint car racing yep. obviously but
0: to run for the championship, how many races
3: do you need to compete in? Every one.
0: Like how many of that?
3: So it depends on rain, but um, if, if you got every race in, I think it's around 92 or God 93. dang. <laughs> and then that they, go and, like okay, no all, they go and hit like – Okay, no wonder you don't
0: want to run <laughs> for the championship. Yeah.
3: And then they hit other – they'll go and race all-star races, yeah. which well, you, is Tony's series. Right. So they'll go race some of those races throughout the year. So they'll get over 100, right at 100. Golly. So I guess will you can.
0: run the Knoxville next year? will you try? Yeah, that's yeah.
3: my that would be kind of really what I'd want to do is and June, you'd July and Knoxville. And you need to run for
0: those 3 months to sort of get yourself I think
3: just to get you where you need to be because that's what Gotcha. all the top guys at Knoxville, they show up with They've been racing as hard as they can, either at that track or at other tracks, preparing for the nationals. Yeah. You know, all season explain, long. Explain,
0: so, explain to somebody who hasn't raced dirt before, like why you need to run for three months to get ready for that one race, and what is it about dirt racing that demands that type of preparation and and consistently being in the car.
3: Yeah, just the consistent thing about it is just getting your car and yourself on the same page because when you're in traffic it's very similar to cup cars it really screws up what you have going on so understanding that having the car drive the correct way not be the wrong direction and things like that because you can't make any speed like that and the toughest part about knoxville the corners are pretty flat it's a half mile track but you can miss your line there's there's always different lanes at knoxville to take you don't know al- it's not always just the bottom or the top like there's pretty a lot of options there but if you miss it by just the slightest amount you can slow down a half second to a second, no problem in that single lap. Yeah. So going against Donnie Schatz, who's won uh, maybe 10 Knoxville Nationals somewhere around there. And then Brad won it this year. Like you just don't make mistakes. And it's so easy to follow a car into the corner, make a mistake. You lose a second there. Then you do it again when you catch them again. I mean, you can't even see the leaders anymore. That's if you're up front. If you're in the back, it's, it's even way worse. So it's a, to me, it's just, Go and run that race, and to run well at that race, to make that race, things like that. You just have to really be on your, on your game. Man, that's awesome. That's, I, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a big commitment. I've I've I yeah. know, I've
0: heard you know Kyle Larson talk about how he needs to run x amount of races to sort of be up to speed and and to be competitive. And I've heard Tony even mention how he struggled his he struggled a bit because you know he needs to run more races to yeah. sort of get like you say him and the car to sort of get on the same page. And I don't know that it ever really feels that way in asphalt cars or you know i you know guys can you know run a couple races a year and they don't need you know six races to get themselves ready for daytona or something
3: like that you know to compare so and i'm not sure like right now i feel like i could take off a lot of races and then come back and run really well just because like in my mind i've been driving the cup car for so long like i just know where it's at you know and you know what you need and if if you can do it all right you could have a great day um But that's because I've been doing it so much. I used to feel that way when I first went to sprint cars. I I raced, you know, 03 and 04. I was full-time Xfinity and then full-time Cup. And I would go back and race a sprint car and run really well and didn't have a problem with it. But once I didn't do it for a long enough time, then it got to where I was like, hey, I'm like, if I'm not doing this a lot, I cannot do it it correctly. And I think a Cup car might be the same way. If you spend a lot of time out of it. If I spend yeah. a lot of time away, but it sounds like golf,
0: like you know, to f- <laughs> to be go- to be really good at golf, you know, and and it, it, the swings are so technical and all the little things that you can do wrong, you know, if you don't do it every day and not doing it consistently, uh, you're never gonna you're not, you're not gonna be able to step up there and no. uh, and hang hang with your buddy. Well, I think so
2: instinctual, right? I mean, so like I, I don't know that we realize, and this goes for anything. You don't realize how how much you rely on your muscle memory, just right. to, uh, instinctual stuff. Yeah, right. But when you've been removed from that stuff, and you realize that muscle memory carried you through a lot of a lot of these instinctual things, yeah, in, in, in golf and racing in, in anything really, when you've been removed from it, you don't. You're just not sharp anymore.
3: I think you're right because I that happens to me a lot in sprint cars, and I think, man, like I I I know I'm. I feel like right now I'm driving just as hard as I would have been a long time ago, but I'm not racing as well. I'm not as far up in the pack as i should be you know or where i want to be so yeah. i think you're right it has a lot to do it's just instinct instinctual abilities and and how you built that over the last so many years
2: can you imagine racing for for three months just to get ready for one race <laughs> no <laughs> like we used to test two weeks
0: for, for like daytona not, it's interesting to me because i'm getting ready to go run richmond and three or four weeks, whenever that is. I don't even know when it is. but um, September yeah. 22nd? I haven't ran 21st, 21st, anything 22nd. really all year, so I'm going to go run that Xfinity race, and I'm thinking, man, do I need to go over to Hickory and run a late model for an <laughs> afternoon just to make sure there's nothing? Yeah, like, Maybe I do. I don't know. You know. Maybe just go
1: over there and check the boxes. It's so fast! <laughs> are those the other cars? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, whoa! Why are they so close? All of a sudden, there's a Twitter video. Of Dale, Dale, with his underwear running across the
3: track. So, yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah, Eight so. a.m. practice, probably. Uh, you'll get. Three. Uh, it's not sucks. coming back. Just time. about three hours. That's going to be good
0: because I'm getting up at five these days with this. Yeah, you go to a rookie meeting. So you'll be no. sharp. No, no. R- I was r- hoping so. <laughs>
1: Real quick about uh, the sprint car deal, because you know, I was thinking about this when y'all were talking about this. You mentioned the fact that a lot of people listening to this podcast may not understand dirt racing yeah. or sprint car racing in the world of outlaws. It's hit a big boom, dirt sprint car racing of all kinds, the past like few years. And obviously, there's an element of danger. To it. But then watching it visually, like at a place like Kokomo or anywhere we go, you see these guys flying in there knowing that as a fan sitting there watching that. And you're seeing them sell out in ways that it may not translate as much to the fan in a stock car, heavy stock car. What is the thrill behind this boom of sprint car racing right now, you think?
3: Well, I think the, uh, the race racing itself is, is really good to watch. The cars and like if you just go to a, go to a race as a fan, and you're there from seven, and the race is over at ten. You know, you're in the grandstands three three hours, enjoying it like any other anything else, like a NASCAR race or anything. But that's kind of you know, it just seems a little quicker, a little shorter of a of a night. But the racing's pretty quick. You know, they're moving the show along pretty quick, and the main events are exciting. Tracks are pretty short, so you can see everything that's going on. To me, it's it's fun to watch. I love going and watching just as a car owner, as a fan, and I like doing that a lot. And then driving when the car's right, like there aren't a whole lot of better feels that you get in a in a car, in your body, like as when the car's right and doing the things that you want. Like as you're moving your throttle around to hook it up and things like that, to feel that grip and stuff is just, it's incredible. It's great. Yeah.
0: Well, I mentioned how that you made the decision to step out of the cup cars full time, is that is it something that you, I think I read in some articles where you said you, you spent quite a bit of time thinking about this? How do you think you're going to feel next year when you're watching the sport, watching the races? And is there any potential of you uh, with an opportunity to, to come in and run a race or two that you would do that? You would, you know, if somebody said, Hey man, we, you know, we need a little help or we'd, we'd like you to run this race. Right. What would, what would your response
3: be? So, so I, I think, uh, really I, I've been thinking about it for a long time. I have, uh, I've loved what I've done in cup and and to be part of it for so long and to have something to look forward to every single week. Like I've enjoyed that side of it to always have something to look forward to. And I still have a lot of that, you know, like I still look forward to going to these races every week. The problem that that got me is two things. One is I've been like in my mind, like a hundred percent about cup cars and thinking about them and working with my team and thinking about the cars and the driving and just how to get better. And since I started, and I think that's how you have to be. Problem is the last three years, I haven't had the results, whether it was practice, whether it was qualifying, whether it was race, that I had the first 12 years of my career. So that got really difficult for me to just never really have that. So actually towards the end of the Hendrick deal, I was thinking, you know, maybe I should do something different or, or slow down at this point too. And then I got the, the chance with LFR. And I was like, you know, a small team, something new, fresh, so much different. Like give that a, give that a go. And... So I've still had a a great feeling all season long, but still haven't got quite to the performance where I'd want either and just decided that it was time. So I, so I'd been thinking about it a while and, you know, um, I'm glad now that I've actually made that decision. I felt really good about it, it since you. I did it yeah. and, uh, really looking forward to doing other things, other opportunities. Um if I could run a couple of cup races, I would, Yeah, for sure. Xfinity races, like I would do a little bit for sure, but I, I just don't want to do much more than that at this point but in time are
2: you then off the market though from a full-time standpoint like would you ever consider if somebody called you said hey we next year if they called you next year and said hey we got this opportunity to open up would you consider coming back or are you well you know
1: sh. it was reported that shr uh you know on top of that mike uh actually reached out to you you know right
3: for for the 41 car or something is that true yeah i mean i had uh actually counting lfr you know four different opportunities of of just talking you know there was there was no deals put on the table or anything like that, but just had talked to, to those groups. And, and I thought that was it's very cool, but I don't want to do it full-time. Yeah. And unless my mind changed after next year and then I got some crazy opportunity two years down the road, I, I don't really – I don't see myself doing that at is that, all. So. Is that
2: all because of the last two or three years from a competition or performance standpoint? Or is that – are you, have you learned a lot more about yourself since the relief of announcing that, that you just don't want to? <laughs>
3: No, I think it's just the competition and I think it's uh what I put into it and to you know, and, and I and I'm not saying I'm the only one. I know everybody puts a lot into it and it's probably they put everything that they have into it, but that's just how I've been in my career and that's how I've felt and when I used to run really really well throughout a full weekend or just practice, you know, whenever that was, all weekend long, win races and things, I felt great about that, putting all that time in and in the last three years I haven't felt very good about it you know, just when I would get home on Mondays. And luckily I've had Tanner to to make my weekdays really easy and, and nice, you know, and, and kind of forget about that last weekend where we didn't do what we wanted. But, yeah, I just I just really don't.
0: How much has becoming a
3: father played a role in that decision? I would say it's been part of it. You know, I, I think um, knowing that I could take him and we can go watch a race, we could go to a sporting event, we could go on vacation, just doing – different things and not having to be whenever you're doing something different you always have in the back of your mind like man I got practice in two days or I got an appearance in a day or I have this so you can (laughs) never really just get away from it and just enjoy whether you're out on like out with friends out with Tanner on vacation like you can never get away from it so yeah I think just all of that will be a little bit easier on me, and I want to. I'm I'm always doing something, so I want to make sure I find something to keep me very active. You're gonna need it. Um, yeah.
0: will you travel even if you're not racing. Will you travel with your sprint car guys? Uh, probably not. Yeah. I mean, I think once in a while I would. If you're not traveling with your sprint car guys, you're not racing. What are the so if you were gonna say, hey, all right, I'm gonna I'm done driving this cup car. I'm done doing that for a while. I'm gonna have x amount of free time. These are the things that I'm interested in. These are the things I'm going to try to get myself involved in. So, people be interested in what Casey Kane wants to do beyond sprint cars, owning teams, not racing right. up anymore.
3: Yeah, I think uh, one thing I think about right now is just making sure that my sprint car teams keep succeeding. So, being behind that and making sure they have the, the opportunity to do that. The other thing is, you know, spend a lot of time with Tanner. The other thing is, I, I want to figure out some business opportunities and get involved in those. And I have a lot of ideas and they've been on my mind for a while. Started, done a couple of things with my dad out in Washington. So we have those going, but more back here, you know, something. Cause I'm not leaving Mooresville. Like I like this area. That's good to know. Uh, yeah. So I, I want to stay here and, and just figure out what those things are and, and try to make the right decisions and then put everything into that and enjoy that as well. I, so I got I'm a welcome. question for both of you guys. Cause you just announced you're retiring
2: uh, you came in in 2004, I think, was your first cup season. Yep. So he, you, You're recently retired. You came in in 2000. If you could both give yourselves, your rookie selves, advice, now that you got, you kind of had that full circle, what would it be? What would you tell your rookie self? Casey, you're the guest. You go first. Um, If you could
0: go back and say, hey, rookie, yeah. do are, this uh, different. <laughs> Dude, what, here's some advice.
3: Actually, uh, that's pretty tough. I feel like I did a lot of things. The right way and the way that I wanted to do them figure out how to win sooner for me I ran second I think seven or eight times before I won that first race and my rookie season I I think six or seven of them were my rookie season so figure out how to win sooner Um, you know I, I had a I jumped right into it and had, we had a lot of sponsors right off the bat with Everham, Ray Everham, Everham Motorsports, and he was doing it the right way. So we were making moves and going here and going there. And um, so he taught me quick. You know, I had to learn fast on, on that stuff. And Bill Elliott was helping me drive, like just with some of the new tracks and try, trying to help the learning curve a little bit, make it a little quicker. But I, I just think we had – we were right there to win, and I, and I didn't. So I, I feel like if I would have been a year down the road in that first season – I could have won more. I don't know what else.
2: Yeah, you know what's something interesting about this? I think it's the first driver that we've talked to that's either recently retired or just announced retirement. It doesn't sound like the grind of the schedule is what bothers him. Like, like I, I don't think the grind is has anything to do. With, at least I haven't heard it with the reason why you're getting out, and that's uncommon. Most people are just like beat down at this point,
3: just like can't do it anymore. Right, and I, yeah, and I feel like the. I mean, maybe that's part of it without saying it because that's because i need because i am so involved and into it for you know 38 weeks a year and then during the off season as well but but to me if that's not like my whole reasoning at all you know for sure so dale i mean hearing all that what would you have done uh what would you have said
2: i was a tough question
0: yeah i I don't know exactly what the answer is for me i was not i was such a better race car driver out of the car late in my career and if i had been that same way earlier in my career, I'd have had more success. I think um, I certainly would have had more success. In
1: what way? What do you mean?
0: When I started working with the TART, we made some rules, ground rules. And he's like, You're going to be at the hauler 30 minutes before practice, no later. Every practice, you're going to be here, available, in the you know, we're going to be around. Um, when I was racing the Bud Car. I was walking into the garage when guys were pulling out of their stalls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has yeah. sheet marks on his face. Dude, you know, like. there I would be playing a video game like Madden or something to the very last second, <laughs> <laughs> and and be like, ah, you know, and then put it down, run outside, pause hey, paused it, put, yeah, yeah, putting my suit on. Guys are pulling out of the garage like practices. Green, tracks green. <laughs> I ain't even been in the holler to talk to Tony Junior and Senior about the car or anything that day. On Friday, like I just showed up.
3: I actually remember, remember pulling out sometimes and seeing you walking <laughs> in. <almost. laughs> What's he doing? What's he doing?
0: <laughs> Even Casey thought that was crazy. It was crazy, but <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was such a, I was an idiot. Like mm. I was oblivious to how, you know, how bad that was, and how, and you know, to, that, that that Tony Senior and Tony Junior never laid into my ass about it is oh
2: oh no they laid in the ass it wasn't your ass guess whose ass that was yeah yeah
0: well, <laughs> like, they should have laid into mine because tony senior would have told him. tony senior would have got my attention but that's what i would i was just such a better race car driver and i'm sure you probably felt the same way you just learn over years you like oh i need to apply myself here this helps you know you just keep kind of adding things to your tool belt right and you hmm. think man if i'd have known this when i was younger so, but I mean, I wouldn't have cut down on having the fun I had. I had a lot of fun. You don't want to miss out on that. But damn it, when I was at the track and even at the shop, because I was at the shop a good amount, it's right across the street. Um, <laughs> I just would have applied myself. Damn it, <laughs> I had I won races and <laughs> now, it's just a wonder what we might have been able to accomplish
3: had I plugged in a little harder. Yeah, you still were fast. But yeah, we still did good. For That's sure. how
0: good Tony Sr. and Tony Jr. were, man. They yeah. could, I'm just. Skipping on into the garage.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got one more
2: thing for Casey. and uh, This is all – none of it rhymes. It's just all sporadic and whatever. But, but how would you assess the competition? We're looking at it from a different vantage point this year and love the racing we're seeing. So is he. You know, he's seen it from a different vantage point too. That That's true. So, like, I mean, like, just – what's it like driving against these guys in 2018? Like, th- is the competition as good – like, as in – by good, I mean difficult
3: – competitive as it looks to us to me it's uh there's so many cars that are competitive and fast uh i mean you have the three that have won all the races but after that i mean it's like all the way back you each have i mean i race the same group pretty much every weekend and it's basically 18 to 26 you know but it's always kind of those same cars Mm -hmm. i'm telling you it's just as tough there with what we have going on we may not be racing for the lead but with what we have going on and what those guys, how hard they're working to pass me or to pass the next guy and how hard I'm working to pass them as it is when you get from 10th to 17th and then from first to 10th, you know? So it's a, to me, it's just really, the competition is really tough. You can screw up the slightest bit in qualifying and not make it to the next round, you know, whatever round that is, no problem. Just as a driver, you can just the slightest bit. And it used to not, I used to not feel that way except at, Martinsville, maybe Bristol, you know, you could go and make a little mistake qualifying and lose a ton of spots and be like, shoot, if I just would have done this a little <laughs> different But other than that you always felt like, Man, I did it like I don't think I really laid left a whole lot out there. But today you're you're seeing it nonstop and it's been that way for the last couple of years, I feel like last three years for sure, four yeah. years. I mean it just always gets tougher and tougher and tougher.
0: I feel like that when I started broadcasting Right, like it sh- since Chicago, every truck race, every Xfinity race, every Cup race has felt different. Like it feels different when I'm watching it. The dr- like the drama is crazy, <laughs> and maybe you can't, maybe you're you can't see it because you're in the car, right? And you only see you know what's going on in your world, Um and that's the way it was for me when I was driving. But man, it is crazy. Like I'm watching. Yeah, I watched y'all guys go. Uh, I was at the Watkins Glen. I was down there in the chicane or the bus stop, and I could not believe how hard y'all are driving. <laughs> I couldn't. Be, like I've been doing this all my life, yeah. and I drive, and I never drove that hard. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm on the edge of control with my car, but man, watching it over and over and over and race after race after race, it is so damn impressive to see how hard everybody's going and working and driving and the races have been exciting. Like the finishes, the, the, you know, okay. Kentucky meh, wasn't all that awesome and Michigan, I guess, you know, all the Xfinity races and every other cup race out of those two, aside from those two have been freaking awesome.
3: So I, I feel like a lot of the racing stuff to me is pretty similar as far as what I'm doing, uh, as hard as I'm driving throughout the race. Like, I think that's all really similar. Yeah. I feel like as we've went, the engineers have got smarter the teams you know they've gotten so much smarter with simulation and everything that they're looking at by doing that the drivers have gotten smarter as well and i think that there's a lot of times when drivers can race behind them in a way and make it so difficult on you to do anything yeah whether they get in your lane which has probably happened for years but other things the where they put their car to kind of screw up your air you know and they learn so much from looking at data and looking at the way you're driving the way i'm driving the way to me the the way they can race in their mirror more has made it more difficult on the guys behind them as well by doing a lot of that just you know i mean you just you race intense cuz you only have one chance yeah you know if you don't clear that guy or get by that guy you usually don't get that another another chance until a little later you know later on in the yeah, race You right. get tires or do, do something different so it's a uh, yeah it's a tough the com- competition's pretty strong you can tell on restarts especially guys know that this is the only opportunity they're going to get to get positions, and it is so <laughs> freaking bonkers watching it, watching it work out. One thing, too, like when you start watching outside, you know, yeah. like whether I'm watching Xfinity or I, something happened early in a race and I watched the rest of the race yeah. and things like that, and you watch somebody make a move and do something, and we know because we've driven it, like, wow, that was impressive. I know his car was felt super light right. where he was compared to other yeah. cars and how he still pulled that off or didn't pull, pull it off or it's like – he crashed. Like, yeah, I know exactly yes. why. Nothing happened, but you know why from experiences. And I think we, we can see and look at that a little bit differently. And I'll have a lot more of that you're next right. year when I'm watching the cup races. That's
0: exactly what I'm feeling just about every lap because I'm seeing something like that happen every yeah. single lap with some driver. Every driver's having some kind of some kind of weird experience yep. each lap, where he's like, "Oh Jesus, you know, I almost lost <laughs> it there." And you, you know, when you're not broadcasting or you're not in the car driving, you just casually watch the race. You might get up, go in the kitchen, get something out of the fridge. You might miss, you might doze off and miss a few laps, so you don't watch it that intently. But when you're when you're either in the car or you're dri- or you're broadcasting it, you're physically watching every single thing in front of you happen, hmm. and you're so I don't know, plugged into it. I'm excited for you. I want to talk to you. I want to have you back on the show sometime next year after you had a little time to figure figure out this new chapter. Yeah. When he wins the Knoxville Nationals. Yeah. (laughs) Back on here. It's going to be interesting (laughs) to get your feedback on you know your perspective because it's going to you're going to see the sport from a whole different direction, a whole new lens. It's going to you're going to appreciate it. You're going to you're going to love. You're going to. I, I feel real confident. You're going to love the decision you made. Uh, but you're also going to appreciate the sport in a different way. So it'll be great to get you back on to talk about it. Thanks for coming. Thanks. Yeah. Man, Thank I you, man. I appreciate guys. it. And uh, a
2: lot of
3: fun, buddy. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Mike.
2: You still gonna do running through the business park? S- I mean, that's still gonna happen. Uh, right? uh, that's last. not gonna yeah. stop. Ha- since since we're not on <laughs> Team HMS Cycling
0: anymore, do you, do you ride? Do you ride anymore?
3: I backed off a lot this did year. You? I did
0: too i have riding like hardly at all,
3: hardly maybe at 20,
0: all. T- maybe 20 miles a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. I miss it. I want to ride more, but
3: I was having fun when we were riding a lot. I was well, too. That that was actually really we
0: get a little good.
2: retired group together, I mean, it, good gosh, the yeah. rate that everybody's retiring. Be the I've lost. Old them. <laughs> I've,
0: I've rode, I rode with Jimmy and them at Michigan, and I'm like a mile an hour off from where I was last year. Okay, oh, I'm so slow. <laughs> it's
3: easy to lose the legs. It I think is. I started once you start building that up, and you can go like it was. It was awesome. You did the same thing as me. We both kind of started at a similar time, and it. Took a while, but then you're like, man, this is actually pretty pretty cool. Yeah, it yeah, is. You were doing like ironman at the same time too. So
2: like, I'd I been doing other things, start. but I hadn't <laughs> been biking. But it
3: still took me a while to build legs to like yeah. be able to bike with those guys on yeah. a race weekend for sure. Well, listen, right. man, thank you for being here. Absolutely. All right, glad on. you guys had me. Hell yeah.
0: Dillers getting iPad ready. That's, <laughs> 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 that's the sign of that's the sign of only one thing, Diller. <laughs> Ask hey. Junior. Dillner is getting this <laughs> iPad ready, so it must be time for Ass Junior.
1: <laughs> Come on, Diller. Before we go. Diller. Diller. Diller like Diller. Phyllis Diller's grandson. Uh, Ask Junior questions, of course. Everybody chiming in on Twitter using the hashtag Ask Junior. First off, uh, Lance Lafferty with uh, Darlington coming up for a back weekend in that tradition. Uh, is there a dream paint scheme that you'd like to see done or, of course, racing? Dream paint scheme.
0: Golly. I did it. I mean, I did the gray ghost. That was my dream uh, to have a you know gray ghost paint scheme. My other favorite paint scheme of all time is the three Wrangler car we ran in the uh, Xfinity race at Daytona. If there's a paint scheme that I've never ran that I'd love to see out there on the track or that I'd love to do, ah oh, man, I don't know. I, you know, I'd all I'd love to try to do the my dad's rookie of the year 1979 paint scheme. Jimmy did it for Darlington one year. I'd like to try to do it or. The orange and white number 17 yeah, that my granddaddy Robert G. made famous in the dirt tracks and asphalt tracks around the southeast in the mid-70s. Hey,
2: did, is it true that I heard that uh, I believe Ryan Truex is doing a chance two throwback? Yes, I believe he might be. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. A chance two <clears throat> Very throwback cool. base game. That's cool.
0: That was the other Xfinity team I, I owned that won two championships.
2: Mm, Thank had you. done back to yeah. Martin Truex. The I, I
0: mean, I've been in this owner business.
2: Yeah. yeah. Longer, longer
0: than before J.R.M. Which okay. is to say
2: he has been not enjoying Xfinity races for a long time. I have been unenjoying, yeah. not enjoying winning in championship for, for <laughs> many
1: years. Time. I got to say, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, – I looked at the list the other day of throwbacks because I love the throwback deal. Oh, yeah. It's like my favorite thing. And, uh, dude, Boyer's one. I don't know if you've seen it. The Ned Jarrett. You know the Bondi Long that that uh, number uh, eleven car, yeah, blue with the white wheels and hand painted. It's gonna this be weekend's going to
0: be a great experience just for the you know seeing all the great cars and what the teams do. A lot of times the teams do their uniforms up and drivers drivers uniform everything. You know they go full full on. The whole racetrack sort of you know designs and and recreates itself into a throwback atmosphere. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: All, all right, eighty eight uh, Mad says uh, you've you've been in quite a few music videos. Is there a favorite?
0: Oh, man. Um, probably uh, the Three Doors Down video with Tony Stewart was great. That was a great one. We filmed all night long, <laughs> um, and working with
1: Tony was great, getting to know
0: the band. We've been so friends. in other words,
1: Tony probably brought the tequila, so you guys <laughs> were good.
0: I've been friends with Brad, the lead singer, ever since. We still we still talk to this day. Steve McQueen with Shell Crow was fun. All of them were fun, you know? being in a music video is something you never think you're going to do in life. And so to have be asked to do it, you get super
2: super dang nervous. <laughs> I remember being so nervous uh, in every one. Do you know a good trivia question for Dell Jr fans would be? What? what? Is name the first music video that Dell Jr was actually in.
1: Do you
0: know what the answer
1: is?
2: Oh well, no, like, maybe we it? should I, we
0: think. should well, we I should know, let it have, go to
1: Twitter and see if people can answer. All right.
0: All right. I I, I know it's, I I I think the better question is is which ones have we been in? I don't even know what there's six or so. You ha-
2: you know what? That's a good point too. If you can name all the music videos, there are several that uh, you I know. There's Six. There was Matthew Good. That was the one that I felt like was your right. first. Right. Yep. The, Three that, Doors Down, Shell Crow, the big country singer. What was the his tall name? guy? Yeah. God,
0: they're terrible for not knowing uh, people's uh, names.
2: Is it Daryl Worley? No, 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 no. Every light
0: in the house is on. <laughs> that's the name of the song. That's not the song I was in, but that's. I mean, it was Dale guy. Jr. It, b- was no, Dale was Jr. it was Dale Jr. that
2: performed
1: it. The big one. Huge. <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> I
2: don't, don't the sing one country music. Like like
1: Dale Jr. <laughs> well, but
2: who, who is that guy? <laughs> Seriously. All what? right, so that's four. That's What's four. The, we're good. Oh, my gosh. Well,
0: I was in an OAR video. That's five. Oh, yeah, okay.
2: I
1: forgot about that one. Uh, where else? What
0: else? Did what was that rap one? Oh, I was what in Jay Z one, right? Jay Z, yeah, that's Jay-Z. what
1: it was Jay Z,
2: we were in Nickelback's Rockstar. That's right, Nickelback. You were in one you recently. You were in a Nickelback video? You were in one recently. You don't even know it. What? Oh, boy. We got an approval. It was, uh, who's the country? <laughs> I'm doing good on my country. Carrie Underwood. I was in Carrie Underwood's? Yeah. When? Where? Last year.
0: Crap. Okay. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> it eight. was a flyby. There's old 08 right there.
1: You sure you want to mention that Nickelback one?
0: Why not? I mean, he's in it. Nickelback was hot back they then. They were hot back then. It was a fun
2: fun video, too. <laughs> I just can't think of the big, tall <laughs> guy, this country guy, the the, uh, the big, tall yeah, rubber grr rubber grr guy. guy. We'll, we'll come God. back to it. Go that's back eight. to it. So I don't know if I'm eight. missing any. All right. Uh,
1: Dylan wants to know, football season is around the corner. Uh, what are your Super Bowl predictions and Redskin predictions?
0: Man, it's hard to tell. I, watching the preseason games, the uh, Redskins are hot and cold. It's really mm-hmm. – they don't play a lot of the starters. You just don't know what kind of team they're going to be. And over the last several years, I've, they could be 8-8 eight and, eight and miss the playoffs. They could be 10-6 and, and make the playoffs. I kind of still feel about the same. It really just depends. Trace Atkins. Trace Atkins.
1: Oh, Trace Atkins. He's a B.A. It
0: really just depends on whether they can stay healthy. same as <laughs> last year. They had a great run until they got – too many injuries. All
1: right, let me hand you that famed uh, hand, iPad. Hand me that. Hand me, hand that. me that. Mike that Davis, I'm <laughs> handing you the uh, handing you the iPad. Thanks. All right, Tyler. let me uh, tee this up for you real quick here because this is absolutely awesome. Kid's name, uh of course, this is our nationwide Children's Hospital question. And Cooper, who's 12 years old, uh, who's in this speech therapy patient program, has this question for you. All baby.
2: right. My name is
0: Cooper, and I am 12 years old. Hey Dale, what is the grossest thing you ever ate? <laughs> What the a, grossest <laughs> thing I've ever ate. <laughs> a lot of food questions from the nationwide children talk. Gosh, <laughs> the grossest thing. I, oh, uh, I would say that the grossest thing that I ever ate was an uncooked shrimp.
1: Was that by accident? Yes. <laughs> oh no. So
0: I went and bought shrimp from uh, a seafood market, and I got the unboiled ones by accident. Went home and threw one in my mouth, and I mean, I'm I'm oh. I'm into this thing pretty heavy. <laughs> Before I figured out that something just ain't right about this shrimp, that was pretty gross. The consistency of a uncooked shrimp is pretty gnarly. Yeah, I guess so. And it, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah,
1: Was it like straight up, or did you at least have like a little cocktail sauce not, dip on
0: it? I didn't have anything on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, idiot. Uh, I felt like a, such an idiot.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> that does sound gross. I would be shocked. I think there has to be grosser though for you when oh, you're I'm not. Sorry. Not All when right, you're in uh, so the Olympics.
0: Then I must bring an uncooked shrimp for you to eat and oh, see really? if I, you... I like this. See just if it, how that hits your gross meter. I mean, I, I think I could beat it. All right. Let's not forget that. Well, let me try <laughs> to sit here and try to think about it. And, uh...
1: Nothing in Korea that sticks out?
2: It Curry, made... huh? Korea? I, I didn't eat. There was that one I night. Didn't... I didn't eat much of that food. <laughs> that's right. You he, he actually <laughs> have to qualify so you have to it was eat on the it, table, right. but that's yeah. <laughs> when that underground um, there. Yeah, <laughs> didn't eat it. <laughs> I know the grossest thing that you eat that you like. What liver mush? See, that's not gross oh, to that me. Stuff is gross. I wouldn't mark man. that
0: on the. I wouldn't put that on the gross list because I do. it. No, like I mean it. it's I not know, as gross as an uncooked shrimp. D- liver just, mush is kind of yeah, weird. It's a different man. category. I'm telling you that it's. You know, big big liver mush fan Ricky Stenhouse.
1: Really? Yeah. They they got that down in Mississippi. Uh, I guess.
0: Yeah, and up here in North Carolina where he
2: lives. And for right now, you can <laughs> buy it <something, laughs> for $6 on pristineauction.com yeah. right now. For, you can buy liver mush? No, but you can buy Ricky Stenhouse autograph. So
1: Now, if he was eating liver, liver mush in the picture, I'd, I'd buy it. it. I'd buy I, was, it. <laughs> I was
0: grossed out by liver mush one time. So I went to buy some, and I'm sitting there at this market buying this liver mush, and they have it in a big, giant loaf. And guy cuts me off. Some and Gosh, starts packaging it up. And there's a guy sitting there, an old man, and he's like, Yeah, boy, I love liver mush too. And he grabs a spoon and digs into raw liver mush and eats it. And I said, I didn't know you could eat liver mush raw. <laughs> not that I would ever try. But this man's eating it like that's, that's oh, disgusting. it was so
1: disgusting. Yeah. Uh, I'm not eating lunch now. I know. I that get every wrong. time
0: I think about it, I just get so <laughs> nauseous. I like my liver mush just crusty and, and crispy. <laughs> cr- crispy. Burnt to a crisp. That's the most redneck thing yeah. ever said on the show. I, <laughs> I like my liver mush crusty and crispy. It crispy.
3: Crispy. <laughs> that needs a, to be like
0: an that's intro the, next that's week. The title I like my of, that's, liver mush. Cr- that's, that's the
2: title of a Trace Atkins song right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Dell Jr. will be in the video. Or that big guy that goes. That's such a th-
0: <laughs> we went off the rails. All right. Time for the white flag, Mike. Oh. Put it out.
2: Keep coming, bud. White flag, bud. White flag right there. White flag. Did y'all see no who is boy. driving the 2018 Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 pace car at the Brickyard 400 this year? Some guy. I don't know. Did you hear who's driving it? <laughs> Dale.
1: Dale. Damn. <laughs> Dale. The pace
2: car driver ain't even paying attention. <laughs> I hope he pays attention in the pace car. Right. Look at this
0: bug and my wife's got <laughs> found in the workout room. That's, that's real yeah and that's really not, not real Florida size
1: well, that, that looks like what is it
0: that's a big bug that's huge it's <laughs> like one of them uh, dung beetles or whatever they call them god so that, I'm sorry all right that, well, well that, that's okay at least wait, you know wait, it was for where, a bug. where is
2: that where did she find in that? her workout in her workout room in a detached garage and I thought there was she probably a,
1: did you think she
0: jumped I'm
2: sorry Mike go ahead I, I thought there was no other reason to uh, not work out but I've been given one more <laughs> you don't. There's a big bug in the room. Uh, All right, Junior is driving the Camaro Z01 Pace Car at the Brickyard 400, oh. announced earlier or announced last week.
0: Yeah, I forgot that I was doing this. I'm pretty excited.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, as most people are
1: <laughs>
0: that had forgotten they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, well, there's so much crap going on. I just totally lost. I totally lost track that I was doing it, and then I saw a tweet by in- Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I'm like, holy
1: crap! That's
2: uh, that's, <laughs> that's that's like in a couple weeks. Yeah. They, you want to hear something that's going to blow your mind? That, that's the, blow this my is mind. the 25th running of this race. Really? 25th. Has it been that long? Yes. 25th. It seems like it wasn't that long ago they were just t- doing we that old. that that test that that, that uh, stock car test at the brickyard. Your dad was in, and they they remember they crossed the finish line all together because they didn't want to make it a race. You, am I the only one who remembers this? Yeah, yeah. Got not big brickyard people, huh? Yeah. I'm okay. not anymore. Okay, well you need to be uh, in a couple <laughs> weeks. Dale Jr. running the pace car, then you can turn it off I guess. That nice looking Chevrolet Camaro. It's gonna be good, and then you're gonna go up to turn three.
0: Yeah, I'm doing a radio style broadcast, so I'll be in turn three. Oh, they're doing the
2: radio deal again? We are, just like we did in Watkinsville. Well, oh, cool. I yeah. will have turn three. So, uh, if you haven't already gone to Dirty Mo Media's YouTube page, you should do that. You should see our special edition Dell Jr. download from last week, the full 55 minute interview with Elliot Sadler, uh, which might have been my favorite download that we've yeah. done. Yeah. I really do, uh, really did enjoy that. And then Dillner. And our guy Dustin Dustin Lee Lee. made that happen. Now, a lot of people on social media have been asking for more of uh, the YouTube exclusive full edition.
0: I mean, it is uh, is an awesome... Bit of content, so I can understand why they they've always give the people asked, what they want. They've yeah. always asked for the podcast and video.
2: Well, they got it with the TV show, but then, uh, you know, uh, we've been trying to get Brian to cut an hour long TV show every week. And uh, so far, we've Brian had, needed to take vacation. He
1: was in. like up in the mountains, right. like, yeah, you know, uh, somewhere. But anyways,
2: so go to our YouTube page, Dirty Mo Media's YouTube page, subscribe. Uh, you know, Dillner and Dustin, they put a ton of content on that thing. So uh, do that. The Junior Generadelo will be back on NBCSN this Thursday, 5.30 PM so look for that. This Wednesday, uh Wednesday with Dale on NASCAR America. I believe his special guest, Daniel Suarez. Is that right, Dale? Dang. Daniel Suarez? Daniel Suarez is our guest, yes. Does this mean there is a uh reunion with Tyler Overstreet? The Tyler Dale, Dale Jr. and oh, Tyler Overstreet behind behind back scenes. together again?
0: I talk to Tyler all the time. You act uh, like we never see oh, each other. I don't know. Tyler and I just communicated in the last 12 hours. Uh, Probably about really, fantasy about? football? Uh, about cycling. Uh, yeah, I know. He's not ho, cycling. Ho, 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 he's ho, not cycling. Ho, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> Je- apparently Joe Gibbs is doing some sort of cycling
2: deal for the Roval or something, and so he's wanting me to check it out. I got you. All right. So, big weekend drawn to this weekend. Uh, throwback. We've already talked about that, but I'm excited about it. Dale, final thoughts? I you know, miss being in the
0: booth. Can't wait to get back in the booth. That's what's on my mind. Everybody's great. Oh. Isla, baptized Sunday. That was a lot of fun. Thanks, to everybody, for all the kind words on social media. That's awesome. Yep. Wearing was, the dress. Wearing the dress Amy was baptized in oh, at the church that good. I was baptized in. That's pretty cool. And uh, so she did great. She was having a meltdown before we went in there, and I got her calmed down right before they called us mm-hmm. up front. So we we walk up front. She's she's looking around all these people and the noises and the, the preacher man and... And then the preacher man's pouring the water into the thing, and she's watching that. So she was really cool you until he put the water on her. Oh. And then she freaked out again. Oh, had, really? Yeah. She had a meltdown with Made the water. She didn't like the water. And uh, But he took her and walked her around, showed to the congregation, to <laughs> walked cool. her over. Told, she, she's like, he's like, here's the pulpit. Here's this, that. So he picked her up and took he her? He took her. And she was yeah. melting
2: down. So you're like, here, take her. Yeah. Take her. Yeah, at that point. Take and her. then take I took her, to her back and calmed her back down, <laughs> and she slept
0: for a lot of the rest of the church service. Probably wasn't the only one, right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like, she slept in my arms for, like, 30 minutes of the service. Yeah. And then she woke up, and then I gave her to her. Oh, it was so awesome. That is cool. And then we all went as a family to eat uh, at a place called On the Nines here in Mooresville at the golf course. Great place to go eat. (laughs) Had a great, great, great day. Uh, And then went home, watched the truck race, which was freaking awesome. And then did a little
2: bit of golf balls on the sim. Complete
0: day. It was awesome.
2: Wow, good for you. Well, you get back after it this weekend, so have fun at Darlington, buddy. Have fun on your drive. Missing that helicopter. Woo! Yeah, uh, I love road trips, I now. know. You do. You do. It'll be funny. Yeah. The heart, so go have fun. All right. Check us out. We'll see. Check out
0: Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.